Clopin Effect, a retail podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm your host, Meredith. And I'm your host, Cass. Let's have some fun. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I don't read it because I'm like, ew, bank stuff. Ew. <laughs> I don't want to look at that. Let Meredith deal with the business part. I'm just here to be funny. Hi, Dollar everybody. Dollar size and numbers. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. We have Nikki here. Yay. Yay. So we have been planning this for months. A while. Yep. I think, did we reach out to you or did you reach out to us? Since I'm such a narcissist, I reached out to you guys. <laughs> That's perfect. I want to talk to you guys because I have so many cool things to say. That is so good. We love hearing cool and things. And who do you know? Annie, right? Yes. I know Annie May. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that was our turning heads. Yep. Turning heads and trimming ends. Yep. Turning yep. heads and trimming ends. Okay. That ends. was Annie. All right. So yes. you're friends with Annie. You know Annie? Yeah. We're kind of related. She's kind of my cousin. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'll call her my cousin because she's that awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, she and is awesome. so we know that mutual person. And I found out I know your your half sister. Yeah. So, yeah. It's wow. a small world. It's just and such a small world. The, we just started the conversation. We're saying that we share each emails like you yeah. wrote to Nikki the address yeah. and time and then I wrote to Nikki and said wait a minute what do you mean because yeah. you said you're right next to my cousin yeah, yeah. different we, cousin yeah a different That's cousin funny. <laughs> it's a small world when you never leave the town we live in well it's I've moved away I've been away from this area for almost 20 years oh wow and then I just moved back the beginning of last month okay Ooh. and it's like it is a small world there's it so is. many people that know me and yeah. like, oh I know so and so and your family's down the street and do you know so and so I don't know. Because we it's never left. Small. We never left. I guess not. Um, I told Cass before you came, I said, I think this is the first time I didn't do any research. I know nothing about this woman that's coming over. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It'll be a surprise just, for us all. I know that we're going to talk about e-commerce and your um, your dream job working yeah, with plants. It's so, so cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to talk about it You can give me some well. tips about plants because I Oh, yeah, them. yeah. I kill them. So e-commerce, what do you do? Yeah. So what I do is I manage customer experience. Um, I have two jobs. So one is for a small plant shop in Brooklyn. Okay. So I do all of the online stuff. I do the emails. I do all of the automation for instant messenger and stuff. And then also I do all of their um, like website development. That's we the work- plant shop, right? Yep. In that's New York? the plant okay. shop. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we do. Um- when you said Brooklyn, I was like, wow, I never heard of Brooklyn, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> You really mean like Brooklyn. So when I say I work remote, um, I've never met Ed in person that runs the plant shop. So we might have a Zoom call once a month, maybe once every two months. That's crazy. We send messages to each other throughout the entire day and we're able to run the company and it's, it's just it's incredible it's so isn't it fun. yeah it's so incredible that is crazy yeah that was i i quit my job in the middle of the pandemic mm-hmm. and got a new job meredith got me a job and then left me but my <laughs> boss i did not meet him because we did all interviews and yeah. everything on zoom i didn't meet him for like the first year and a half that i worked there mm-hmm. were you disappointed when you met him no so you're like, oh, you're a lot fill in the blank than I expected. No, uh-uh. oh. no, he was exactly what I expected. Oh, that is yeah. funny that you yeah. asked that because I've had three bosses since I moved to yeah. my new job. Since you ditched and me. Sec- <laughs> and the second boss, I would meet her, meet her, meet her. And then we were finally able to go back into the office and she came walking up to me and I had to look twice because she was a lot taller than I thought. Oh. And I told her that. I'm like, you're a lot taller. And she goes, thanks, you're tall too. Like it was just such an awkward comment that, that I so said. That is so funny though. But it, true, she's like taller than I am and I'm 5'8". Yeah, so, you're tall. Yeah, and she was into sports and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, Because wow. watching somebody on a computer screen you're, and them shoulders sitting. Shoulders up. Yeah. Shoulders up. Yeah. That's all you know. Yeah. So I just, funny. I was really surprised. 
So huh. did you funny. say hay stretch? Nice to meet you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. How's the weather up there? <laughs> She's not that much taller than me, but still. It's funny. For some reason I just felt like she was just a petite kind of person. But I yeah. think I do think of that often with people when I see them and then I meet them in person. I'm like, oh I wait. never think about that because I work in person, so I never think about stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's Oh, Even we again. do like a Tuesday afternoon conference call and we all zoom together, but none of us turn on our cameras. <laughs> <laughs> they encourage us to keep our cameras yeah. on, but I'd be I like, say, I oh, need to go do something. is fuzzy. I'm sorry. I'm going to have yeah. to turn it off. Oh, yeah. gosh. I can't hear you. And it works great. <laughs> My real job, we have people in 29 different countries. Oh, wow. So trying to align a time during the day oh, where no. everybody's yeah. awake or everybody's sober is really tough. Yeah, yeah. I bet. So, um, yeah, I use the. Oh, sorry, connection's kind of fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What off. kind? What like couple countries that it's involved with? So my direct boss, she's in Australia. She's oh, in Sydney. So she's cool. opposite me. Um, we make it work though. Yeah. Um, and then we've got people in Bulgaria. Oh wow. Um, Pal- not Palestine, Israel. We've got people in South Africa. Um. Yeah, you're never you're never having like a, a one team meeting time. No, and then we try to have different ones throughout the country or the uh, world. So it's like we'll have our U.S. Um, get meeting, together yeah. once a month, and then everybody's there, and there's like 80 people on the call, and then I give my little presentation, and that's the only time I turn my camera on. Yeah. Um, but then they have other ones. So like the Philippines is a big team. I think we've got 80 people in the Philippines that all work. So. It's so fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun because I'm the only person on my team in the U.S. So I just kind of work by myself all day. I don't have people giving me, you know, yeah. opinions or why aren't you? Because they're all sleeping. They're yeah. all sleeping. So, but it works. Either great. sleeping or drinking. When I'm sleeping, they're working, and I get up. It's like, wow, light workload today. Way to go, kids! Yeah. And then you know, so it's just our um, the coolest thing about customer experience for that brand is that we've got people working 24 hours a day. So yeah. uh, a lot of times, like, say you buy a quilt from somebody and you send them a message like, oh, I got the color wrong. Sometimes it could take, like, 48 hours for someone to get back to you. Right. But for us, we've got really strict, hey, we're going to email you within two hours. Yeah. yeah. And we stick to it, and it's um, it's hectic at times, but we do it, and we get it done, and that's just kind of our motto. It's neat. It's because someone's always working. Yeah. yeah that's someone's really always working. Um, and if we don't know the answer to something, we get it pretty quick. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's really a cool model. And that's what makes that business different than buying from other people on Amazon. Um, it seems like customer service could be hit and miss on Amazon because a lot of it is foreign sellers or people that are just out to make a quick buck. Right. But that's not what we do. We really like to make friends when we make our sales and so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. What do you guys sell? Okay, so with Elevate Brands, that's the company that owns all of the um, Amazon brands. Okay. We have um, everything. We have wine glasses. We've got uh, fake breast inserts. We've oh, wow. got travel <laughs> cups. We've got garden kits. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, like a whole mishmash of stuff. Beach tents, matcha powder, vitamins. <laughs> And it just keeps getting more strange. Um, gloves, like exercise mittens. Mittens. Yeah. Mittens. <laughs> mittens. And uh, a wire connectors. That's the real sexy brand. Oh, Nobody yeah. wants to work with that one because you have to know all about electricity. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm not learning. I'm sorry. So how many items about in total do, does the company sell? 
thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our um our biggest brand it's called Essential Values, and it's just products, everything from toilet flaps to coffee cleaner to scaler to so it's just it's so vast and yeah. we're we're looking to buy more brands so we're just going to keep getting more diverse yeah um but we what are trying to focus on more outdoor stuff so like um we have a ratchet strap company <laughs> it's just it's funny because it's like you see all the emails come in and when you get an email from a customer say like with breast forms um, they always have like a real saucy email to go along with whatever problem they're going to have or they're experiencing. <laughs> like I had one the other day and it was, you could tell just by the text of the, the email that the woman was distraught. She's like, oh, the dog got a hold of my oh left my God. and it is in pieces. And I said, oh my goodness, honey, we'll take you care of it and we'll get you some new ones. And so, you know, it made her day because that's you know, so she funny. Had a partial mastectomy and she needed yeah. Yeah. to look her very best. But, um, so I love the stories like that, just knowing that I could help people. And, um, but then again, you get the flip side. You have people that order like say our matcha powder and they're addicted to matcha. And if it's a day late, they freak out and they send you emails in all capital letters. And you're just, where's my matcha? Oh, cool. It. We'll get you I don't even know what matcha powder is. Is it tea? It matcha is, is tea. tea. So it's green tea, but it's powdered green tea from the first harvest. And it's, um, oh, it's delicious. Okay. It's, I should probably try it. It's good. Um, you have to acquire a taste to it. Um, oh, then I probably won't like it. <laughs> it I like things that are delicious milk. right away. <laughs> it takes a you little don't have bit to work for the deliciousness. No, no. It needs some preparation, that's for sure. But um, we do have the highest ranking matcha powder on Amazon. Oh, oh so right. that's awesome. So right. we kind of pop our collars like, yeah, we're the matcha yeah. people. You want matcha? You come see me. But, that's um, funny. So where are the warehouses at to hold all this? So all of our products go directly to Amazon warehouses. Oh, so okay. They handle the fulfillment for all of our brands. So it's kind of hands off. Um, we tried doing something like a 3PL where we had a, a warehouse that would handle it for us, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. So it's just easier to send product to Amazon, have them do all of the logistics, and just bring in the money at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is that Amazon has gotten just really outrageous with their handling fees. Yeah, so I was just going to say the costs. Yeah, of that. so if you're shopping online on Amazon and you see that the cost has gone up on like something that you've purchased in the past, mm -hmm. it's because um, just the fulfillment and the storage fees on our end have gone up almost 7% in the past two years. Oh, wow. Um, so it's it's really hard to continue to sell a product online without passing on that increase in right. price. Right. Well, I think everybody has expected in the last two years to just pay more for everything. Oh, people want to fight with you yeah. about it, though. We uh, raised the price of matcha $1, mm -hmm. it, not even the whole amount that we have to pay more. And people lost their minds. I said, mm -hmm. everything is up. Yeah. I mean, you can't just blame us. I mean, it's universal. Everybody's I even look at things it. that, like, I don't buy often. Like, today I bought hot sauce, right? Because I love my green hot sauce. And I was like, I need hot sauce. And I was like, looking at the price, I'm pretty sure that went up about 80 cents mm -hmm. since the last time I bought it. That's you know? significant. And how yeah. often do you buy it? I'd say maybe twice a year. Okay. Okay. So you that's know? not too bad. But still. I don't know. You it's might want to buy cases in case it goes uh, up Well, again. you know what? I bought two. Okay, I was good. like, I got a backup now. Yeah. <laughs> 
start in six months, it. it's going to be a dollar sixty. I'm going to save my eighty cents today. <laughs> and where are you going to spend it? Yeah, you your little piggy bank um, yeah. on gas. On gas. That's where I'll spend it. Yes. So you have a lot of people that email. Yep. Um, do you also have a call center? So we don't handle any calls. Okay. As a team. We as, decided, a, as a company, as yep, a team. Oh, we okay. We don't like talking to people on the phone. Yeah. So we have a agency out of New York that handles all the phone calls. Okay. So right. they get the phone calls and they can call out like the spam callers, the solicitors, and then we get maybe four calls a week that are actual customers that oh, need wow. help. So that's how much garbage comes into the phone centers. And okay. It's, it's pretty impressive because I'll go through it every day and it's like, we'll get 20 calls. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's all just junk. So mm, that's terrible. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I wish I had the amount of time that these junk people have to just, I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I yeah. don't even know what they're trying to sell us half of the time. I don't either. So. Do you find with these emails, you were just talking about how they share so much detail, right? Like, oh, my dog did this, and here's the whole story behind what's happening, and what can you do for me? Do you find it's because people have time to write an email, so they feel that they're more open to tell you the story? It, Instead of just writing back, hey, I need to get two more, because this is what it looks like, and it's a picture, they, you feel like they need to tell you. Well, even talking on the phone. Yeah. You know, you might get into an argument with a person. <laughs> yeah. An email, they use cap yeah. locks. Yeah. They use yeah. all capital letters. Knock it off, they everybody. Can, yeah, they can let we it can all read. out. In the, that yeah. was going to be my public service announcement. If you're ever emailing a customer service for any brand, don't use cap lock, please. No. Yeah. It just drives us nuts because yeah. it's not going to get your problem answered. And it right. just, it's irritating. But And we can't hear you anyway, so we no. just block it out. We could we could very easily flip off the computer screen and you'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in person you can't do that. Of and course. you never put a motion to text. So whether it's cap or right. lowercase or misspelled or swear words, we're not putting emotion to text, right? Right. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> Try. But not do you to. find that that's why? Because people have time to send emails. They, do. they have time to write you stories and And there's a lot of people that just get so much confidence when they're behind a keyboard yes. that they would never say to your face mm. or on the phone. And we've had people in the past that just, um, the cuss words that come at you. And I mean, it's an experience that I've never seen people in regular brick and mortar stores ever behave that way. I mean, I have, they, I mean, they're out there, they're definitely out there, but yeah. I don't yeah. see, I've been upset before with something that comes through, but I would never think to number one, do cap lock or number two, swear. Like, no, because I just want it to be resolved. So I feel like kill with kindness. Right. Like exactly. this is not the other person's fault that is going to get your email. Right. And they didn't do it. Right. It was probably shipping or it was whatever else. Or, you know what I mean? Although, I mean, I don't, your company, I'm sure doesn't do this, but I have ordered from other companies and it's like, you think that you're ordering a dress for yourself and it comes in and it's a doll dress oh that I'd be God. a little like, what are you selling me? Like you did the, in nowhere in the description. Was it a doll dress for my Barbie yeah. or whatever? It, this was supposed to be a human sized dress. So, really a rug. A doll dress. But even then, yeah, but even <laughs> then no swears, no caps. It was like, Hey, this was not described correctly. The heck? Yeah. The heck? Yeah. So be harmonious in your email because yeah. if you're nice to us we'll be nice to you yeah there's yes. been so many times that people with their email they get almost confrontational from jump and that's not right you no. know just give us a chance to look into it and make things right don't just 
blow your load on the first email yeah. because yeah. that's not going to work for me. And, and again, there's been times that I'd say, you know what? If you're going to act like a toddler, I'm going to act like an adult and say no. And yes. You're not getting it. And Good I feel like customers learn manners that way. Um, of course, that wasn't the ideal outcome. We always want to you know, provide our customers the excellent customer service that we promised. But, you know, there's a give and take when it comes to it. Absolutely. So be nice. No caps, no swear words. All right. What else? And always um, when you're interacting with customer service online, whether you're buying from like an independent retailer on like their own website, um, like if you shop on edsplanshop.com, you go ahead and... In your email, include your order number. Oh, okay. Oh, good idea. There's yes. a lot of times that when you set up your email or when you set up your profile, the email doesn't connect to the order. And with Amazon in particular, we can't see your personal data. We can't see. Sure. We can't even see your full name. We can't see your address. So it's not like we could go into the Amazon platform and say, okay, so-and-so bought this and I could look it up and find when it shipped and everything. We can't see tracking. We can't see your... I'm probably super guilty of just assuming they know who I am. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yep. that's one thing that Amazon has dialed in is privacy for their customers. That's good um, to know. So that's we can't... We really... So we cannot initiate conversation with our customers unless you leave a bad review. And then oh. we have an option. So say you leave a review that says, okay, four stars, but it's missing the buttons. Mm -hmm. um, we could see that, but we can't connect with you. So if you feel like leaving a review is going to find a resolution to your issue, it's not because we can't get a hold of you right. unless it's three stars or below. Now, if it's so terrible that you leave a one star, then we could get a hold of you. And we'll oh, okay. And, and try um, to fix it. Then. So yeah. there's a little secret trick in there too for customers on Amazon. If you don't want the seller to reach out to you, there's a privacy setting that you could say that sellers cannot contact. You. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's just a click a box. Click a box you're... in your profile. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't dig that deep into Amazon. I have no idea what my information is on Amazon. <laughs> I just I never understood why somebody would want to opt out. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're trying to help you. Oh, so people lame. are miserable. So lame. And the, the people that get me, and bless them, they have a job to do and they do it well, but there's a program on Amazon called Vine Voice. And after you've done so many reviews and you've written so many characters on X amount of products, you get um, an invitation to join their Vine program, which is companies... Like Vine? Will... Like Vine? Back in the day, Vine? Like seven second like, Vine? No. <laughs> Avocado um, Vine? <laughs> not quite. It is their program where they will um, connect with sellers and send you free products. Oh, okay. So we'll send you free stuff, hoping that you're going to love the product because it was free. And leave a and good you're review. And you're going to well, people with their free products are really not the nicest people. No. And so, I mean, there was one for our cat grass brand. We sent them a beautiful ceramic planter, and they said, I don't even have a cat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, my God. God. Yeah. So with the program, you could choose what you get, and they choose. They chose the cat grass planter. I was like, why did? Why would you even do that? Are you just <laughs> stockpiling free stuff? What kind of? What, what the hell? I was so upset. And I've I seen TikToks where they do reviews, and it's like gave them zero stars. Well, the restaurant wasn't open. It's, it's <laughs> zero stars. Restaurant wasn't open. We got there at eleven thirty at night, and they weren't open. And, and it's just it's funny with reviews because. A lot of times you just have to take them with a grain of salt yeah. and try to imagine what the person is going through in their life. 
I mean, it's like, what is going on with you? You, you know what weirdo? I like to do is I look at stuff on Amazon, right? Because I'm, I'm an Amazon orderer. Mm-hmm. I'm not shy mm-hmm. about that. And I will change the reviews, like how they're shown. And I show lowest one-star oh, reviews yeah. first. I want to get the vibe on that, you sure, know? Sure, sure. Because usually you can tell, are they just like a caddy jerk or... Is there or, really something yeah, wrong with the product, right? Right, right. You know, you look and they have, say, a thousand reviews. There's 900 five star, but then there's like, <clears throat> excuse me, like 10 one star. I want to see what those 10 the one star bad ones day are. People. Yeah. I want to see what they are. We had mm. an issue last November, I believe, with our wine glasses, and it wasn't on us. Um, we have beautiful crystal wine glasses. I love them, they're just unique and. Um, I don't even drink wine and I have all the sets. Anyways, <laughs> um, so when you package the wine glasses in the shipping container, the box and the styrofoam, you, the styrofoam needs to be taped together. Oh. Otherwise, when the box is jostling around, the styrofoam will come loose and the little glasses will become kind of loose oh, and the stems yeah. will break. Yeah. So yeah. there was a batch that went out without the little piece of tape and we had... A lot of mad people because it was coming up on Christmas time. They oh, wanted to no. give these as gifts. And for us, it was shocking because there were all of these bad reviews all of a sudden. It's like, it's not our product. We know because right. we check every glass before it goes in the styrofoam. What the hell's going on? Yeah. So we went into very rigorous drop testing. We sent glasses to all of our employees and we sat there and we tried to break them. And so I was out there, I was dropping wine glass boxes and I couldn't break them. I said, well, what the heck is the deal? You know, how are these people getting all the broken wine glasses? And then somebody on the quality team in Texas, he goes, well, does yours have tape on the styrofoam? Well, yeah. He goes, well, mine does it and they broke. And that's how we found out. It was something as simple as a piece of tape. And if we hadn't gotten all those bad reviews, we wouldn't right. have known to look into it further and see what was going on. Now, there's a lot of sellers that'll just be like, well, bad reviews, whatever. We'll pay people to put more good reviews up and they'll just sweep it under the rug. But we're not like that. We do a lot of try testing. to figure it out. Yeah, because yeah. we don't we really don't want the rep- reputation of just selling crap on Amazon because Amazon has quite a bit of crap. Um, we really want quality products. And you so don't, if, want, if you don't it, want to be the wish of Amazon. No, not right? at all. Not <laughs> at all. And so uh, I handle a lot of returns. So when people complain, I said, well, let me look at it. And a lot of people go, well, I don't want to send it back. Give me a refund. I said, well, you can't keep the product. And get a refund. And get a refund. It's just like going into a brick and mortar store. You right. have to have your receipt. You have to have some sort of proof of purchase. I mean, it's just you know, how the world works. And you can't keep it for free. I'm sorry. So what do you do if people say they never received it? So that's kind of a, it depends on the value of the product Mm. and how polite they've been, sadly. Um, You know, there are a lot of people that experience issues with their postal carriers. Yeah. And, um, you know, you could hear about, you know, the bad UPS man throwing the box at the front door, you know, and it happens. It totally happens. But we could do reverse tracking to see if it was a signature delivered package Um, with Amazon. I know a lot of people have it set up where they take a picture of the box on your doorstep. That's another thing to remember is that we can't see that as sellers. Mm. So if you say, oh, yeah, you know, they sent me a picture, but it wasn't there or it wasn't my front porch or we can't see that. So we have to take your word for it. Mm. Um, 
and there have been scam artists out there. Uh, there was one for the plant shop just last week that said, hey, you know, it was delivered, but I didn't get it. I said, all right. So I looked into the tracking and it had her signature. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I said, oh, you didn't. She goes, no, I did not. And I said, okay. And I sent her a screenshot of the confirmation of delivery and the date and time. I said, well, that's kind of funny. And has your signature right here. Are you saying somebody forged? Because that's a federal offense. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a USPS. Oh, oh, I must have forgotten. I must have forgotten. How oh, you forget? Oh, and opened the box. <laughs> I said, okay, let's open that box and let's see what's in there. Oh, wow. And um, people. And she goes, oh, wow. Yeah, here it oh, is. Look oh, look, there's wow. my watering can. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was just. And then um, the people that like to complain about how the postal carrier delivered the and I said it wasn't me I'm yeah. sorry I oh, mean yeah. we can't put notes on your order for the delivery person I mean it's not like Grubhub <laughs> yeah. we, have to, we have to trust that you know the parcel carrier is going to do the right thing and put it in the right place so when packages do get lost we will just and a new one. Yeah. I mean, it's really um, for Amazon in particular to try to file a case against them for mishandling, especially if it's an Amazon Prime delivery. It's just, it's not worth the time. No. Um, it really isn't. So um, through the plant shop, though, we have a really good insurance policy. So we insure every package. So if anything happens to it, like if the box is drop kicked or if it gets, you know, left out in the rain or, you know, anything, um, the insurance company will take care of it almost immediately. So we're not out. Um, it is a little bit out of pocket to begin with, but right. at the end of the day, you know, if some, Worth it. if the package is lost in a facility and $300 worth of house plants gets killed because it wasn't watered, um, you know, we could get reimbursement at least. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Does the plant shop ship across country? All yeah. across country. Yep. Crazy. So um, it was a busy winter. And we sold a lot of houseplants. And what we do is we package them with heat packs. Mm -hmm. So they stay nice and toasty warm in their adventures. And um, there were a couple of places that it just, even with all the heat packs, it didn't do a good enough job. We have uh, the sweetest lady in Idaho and she orders like every two weeks. Oh my gosh. She orders like very common plants like a, a Brazilian pothos or she'll order rare pink princess or, you know, she's always ordering the coolest stuff. I'm like, man, this lady is the coolest lady in the world. Well, she ordered a $170 totem and like, okay, it's January in Idaho. I'm not feeling <laughs> oh so very gosh. good about this. And she goes, oh, I trust you guys. I said, oh, I trust us too. But the weather is kind of questionable. She goes, oh, okay. And the plant didn't make it. Ah. I mean, it was just one of those gut feelings that it's like she was optimistic. I was not. And when it arrived, it was just mush. And she goes, it's okay, kids. Just send me a new one. And I said, no. We'll send you one <laughs> we'll in April. We're yeah. not doing that. You could see us in summertime yeah. when it's nice and warm. Do you um, have houseplants? I do. So my recent move across country from Arizona, I toted... Oh, I want to say 35 house oh plants my in my little my hatchback. So I have an aloe plant. Oh, see, there you go. You're doing good. 
So what kind of plants do you have? Uh, so I like pothos. Those are kind of my collectible plants. I have a bunch the of rare. That? It's like a viney house plant. Okay. I call it a grandma plant because I think everybody's grandma has Do one. Do you know what the spider? Is it because they're easy to take care of? They're so easy to the take care of. spider plants? I have one of those. Okay, that, so that's not, a, that's, that's not that's what you're talking about? That's not the pothos, no. It's, pothos um, is a broad leaf. It's kind of a heart-shaped leaf. Okay. It usually has a really oh, okay. cool yep, variegation. Oh, okay, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. My mom had those when we were I'm looking it up, up online and showing everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I got into those after I found that that was the only houseplant I could keep alive. <laughs> I said, okay. well, uh, this variety I'm going to try one. I'm they said, is pothos a good indoor plant? Nearly foolproof, even for beginners. Yeah. It's, cool. <laughs> and uh, I will say I've been in the horticulture business. That's what I went to college for at MCC. Yeah. Um, way back when. And I got my first job at Castle Gardens in Richmond. Oh, oh that place yeah. ain't even there no more. I know. Oh, my God. My first real job yeah. that I paid taxes to. <laughs> and uh, so I worked there when I got my horticulture degree, and I did landscape design forever. And I always thought houseplants were dumb. Yeah. I said, who wants plants in their house? And then as I got a little bit more older and more <laughs> mature and got sick of digging holes outside, I said, houseplants are where it's yeah. at. You don't have to go outside. Do you have any certain plants to like, um, like filter your air or anything like that? Like they all filter air. Yeah. So that's kind of one of those catchphrases that oh, these plants are better for purifying air than yeah. others. No. As long as a plant has a leaf service and stomata, it's doing okay. filtration. Good um, to know. Yeah. So don't be sold on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you go to the big box stores and they're selling you houseplants with the big sign on it, it says purifying yes. the air around you. They all do that. They all do that. So, do that. What about those trees? It's always about this time of the year that I see those like house trees. Like ficus? Is that what it is? It might be, yeah. It's a ficus. Yeah, those, um, they're temperamental, they're messy, but they're fun to grow. Yeah. I, I don't have one. No. They're indoor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that was one of the first house plants I tried to grow. Like when I was 18 and I just got my own place and I was still, in, I was working castle gardens, going to school full time, have my little apartment. I said, I, I think I want a house plant. And I found this ficus tree. And man, that thing kept dropping leaves. I said, <laughs> maybe I picked the wrong profession. Maybe horticulture. Well, isn't I don't for know. Me. Like, because the area we live in, it's going to eventually get big, right? Mm hmm. And then can you plant it outside? No. It's not going to survive it's here. It's not going to survive. No. You could keep chopping it down. <clears throat> I know my mom, she had this house plant, and uh, it was it was out of this world. I had never seen one. It would grow like three foot a year, and she would take the skill saw and just chop it down. Really? Every winter. And that thing would just grow back. And I made the joke that it thrives off secondhand smoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen a Dracaena grow that fast. It was just, it would get, it would hit the ceiling and start to bend. And she would just laugh and get her saw and chop it down. Oh like, my gosh. To give lessons, mom. What do you do to it? Nothing. Okay. Water it every once I in a while. I guess that's it. They thrive on Flick my ashes in it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, when I met my husband, he had a jade plant that had been passed down from his mom. And yeah. it was, we couldn't even find a bigger pot to put it in, right? It's, it's crunching out the sides. We would put it outside for the summer, bring it in. It was terrible. And we finally pawned it off on one of our friends. <laughs> Here, it's an heirloom. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take care of it. This, I don't even think it's alive anymore. I think there is a lot of sprouts throughout Northern Illinois, 
But jade the, plants? Yeah, but the actual jade plant that was 30, 40 years old, I don't think it survived. But that thing was, and we let it freeze one time. It lost all of its yeah. leaves, and it still survived. It was crazy. It was that heirloom plant. It just had that yeah. determination to yeah. keep on living. It was insane. So what are the top plants that the plant shop in Brooklyn sells? So we sell tons of Pink Princess Philadelphia philodendrons i think i know what that one so, is. so yeah back during covid it was all the rage on yeah. instagram and everybody wanted one and it was before it was like broad spread propagated and every commercial grower was growing it so it was really sought after and super expensive um i was hoping that was a trend that would kind of die back because it's not that awesome of a plant and kind of hard to grow yeah uh, but people are still just Pink princess, pink princess. Really? Um, wow. But the cool thing is that they're spawning off new varieties and cultivars with better variegation and easier to grow. So okay. that's exciting. Um, people, for whatever reason, and bless them all for their taste in houseplants, but they love shamrock plants oh. all year. I don't care if it's St. Patrick's Day or the middle of winter or the dead of summer. People want their sh- their shamrock plants, and I like I mean, those ones that are like butterfly shamrocks. What are those ones? They're like purple with the purple. Yeah. yeah. So there's purple, and there's one called candy cane, and one yeah. called fry color, and there's a yellow one that looks kind of dead, but people like it. Um, <laughs> and I mean, people <laughs> just love the shamrocks and. I like so, shamrocks. I'm Irish. I like shamrocks. My, <laughs> my mom um, is in the hospital, and my boss said, well, I'm going to send her a plant. I said, okay. So he sent her a plant, and it went to the house, and um, we thought she was going to be out of the hospital in time to get the plant. Well, no, and my stepdad opened it, and he goes, why is your boss sending us a pot of weeds? Said, no, it's, it's a shamrock. It's a house plant. It's for luck and, you know, get well and stuff. And he goes, oh, it looks like something I'd spray out in the yard. Oh, my gosh. Said, well, stay away from it. You don't know plants, Dad. You That's don't know so funny. Anything. Leave it alone. So Give how long have you been at both jobs? So I've been with Elevate since... March of 2021. Okay. So before that, um, it was kind of an interesting story. I worked for a seed company and we sold grow kits um, on Amazon and Elevate buys brands, absorbs them and makes them better. So as a tiny little seed company, you know, we're killing it. The two of us, you know, that was our total crew and we were approached do you want to sell your business? Well, yeah, sure. And then, um, well, they approached the owner of the business, sure, not sure. me personally. <laughs> and he said, well, yeah, sure. You know, you could take the business, you know, give me $10 million or however <laughs> much. And uh, they cut a check and took Garden Republic. And I was terrified. I said, this is my job. Yeah. And the owner of Garden Republic said, well, I'm not selling it to you unless you give Nikki a job. Oh, my gosh. And... Elevate goes, well, okay, we'll give her a job. And I was so nervous because I had never worked with so many diverse people from across the, I've never been in like big corporations or anything. I was mortified and the idea of doing Zoom calls and I, but I took like a duck to water and it's just been the best thing since. Wow. And now like the intimidation factor, I kind of laugh at it because it's like, we're all just trying to get yeah. by. Yep. We're all yeah. just doing a job. There's nothing to be worried about. Um, 
So yeah, in the two years, we've seen people come and go. And, you know, there was the big COVID boom where online selling was just insane. And everybody was raking in money hand over fist. And then um, we hit the trough of delusionment last year mm. where it was like, okay, we hit our peak and now we got to really focus on making our brands perfect right. so that we're recession proof. And that's where we're at right now, just making everything perfection and uh, shipping been- wine glasses to everyone to test. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to break those suckers. Wow. Oh, wow. And that's then so I've cool. been with Ed since. Oh, maybe July of last year. Okay. So his um, plant shop is pretty new as well. He started during COVID, seeing that, you know, the houseplant rage was just booming. And he opened a little plant shop in Brooklyn and slowly expanded. And now um, we're trying to do a hybrid work where it's online and brick and mortar. So we're slowly tiptoeing in. We're having open studios three times a week now. Where you could actually walk in and shop, which is wow. a first. Um, and we're hoping to expand to a bigger store in Brooklyn and have just like normal operational hours. So it's it's a lot of exciting growth. Yeah. Um, when do you get to visit? I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out. And um, because he he always jokes because um, I'm a chronic traveler. Yeah. It's hard to stay in one place. So with remote work, I could be here one day, there the next, you know, this weekend I'm going to Chattanooga, the next weekend I'm going to Florida, the next weekend. Weren't I'll you just back. somewhere too? Yeah, I was in Arizona. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for 10 days. Um, so it's like I could just pick up and go. Yeah. And um, it's just a really liberating thing. And I don't know, for some reason, I just don't want to go to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing pulling me there and... You know, Ed complains Just your about job. it. Yeah, <laughs> Ed complains about it. He's like, the crime sucks and parking sucks and the people. Oh, are you're yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm on my all way. Of these things. I'm like, well, Ed, you're I, not selling it to I me. I think I might find somewhere else to go on my next vacation. I gotta have like good pizza or something. Oh, I know. To bring in, you know, you can't sell me on bagels. I'm sorry, too much too, and <laughs> no Brooklyn bagels for no, her. It's so ma'am. funny. No, man. They're boiled in water, right? That's the best way. I don't know how they're Well, made. you boil them in baking soda water for like 30 seconds and then you bake them. Yeah. That's yeah. the Brooklyn way, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the way you make bagels. It's just and so good. We haven't done this in a very long time. What do you got? I got a quiz for Woo! you. Fun. <laughs> We're going to see what Nikki knows about plants. We okay? have not done a quiz in so long. It's been so long. Yeah. I mean, probably over a year, yeah. right? Yeah. So because I'm terrible at plants... So this is more, basically this is more for me and then I'm, you guys are going to entertain me. Y'all are going to learn. Y'all are going to learn with <laughs> us today. Fun. Are you a houseplant killer? Yes. <laughs> We're just going to confirm it. How about yes. that? So I think there's like probably 10 questions. All right. all right. Not all plants require tanning sessions under the sun. Plants that do well in low light, such as snake plants and spider plants, will benefit more from being positioned in front of, there's three answers, a south-facing window, North-facing window, east and west-facing window. I'm going to let Cass answer, and then you either agree, disagree, agree to disagree, whatever you want to do. I need to keep my head from nodding next time. So then you said no to south. I saw that. She said yes to the second one. (laughs) But east, west. north, or east and west. Oh, but they like shade. So I'm going to say north. Nikki? I say north. Okay, we'll try it. We'll try it. 
It gave me a green, but we'll see. Gave I'm not sure. I got the, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> green to Uh-oh, go. Uh-oh, your greenery is starting to look dry at the ends. Uh-oh. How can you prevent and revert brown tips on leaves? I need this. I have a plant that's doing that right now, but I'm terrible at it. Repotting every year to remove salt buildup. No. Adding another dose of fertilizer to provide more nutrients. Probably fertilizer burned it. Moving the plant to a better lit, more ventilated area. Nikki was really good. She didn't even like move her eyes or anything. I pretended like I had a book on my head. (laughs) It was like finishing school all over again. What do you think, Cass? I don't even know. I feel like the fertilizer would burn it. I don't know if I could say yes or no. I'm going to say option three. <gasps> Ooh, it was wrong. It's repotting every year to remove salt buildup. <laughs> salt but build I feel up. like the third one would be good, I too. I feel like repotting plants often is bad for it, no? Yeah, because it- you could go through transplant shock. And um, yeah, just saying that one. usually brown tips, it's because there is an issue with the roots. And most of the time, it's because it's sitting in water. Oh. oh. So you have to, to think of a plant as mirrored on the top and the bottom. So okay. you have the canopy of the plant and the roots of the plant. And if something's happening at the tips of the roots, the tip of the plant is going to okay. die. So it could be a matter of being pot bound or root bound and like sure. too constricted in yeah, there. Yeah. But most of the time it's because it's sitting in water because the. Because we overwater because yeah. we think I'm thirsty. The plant must be thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Good to know. If you want your fiddle leaf fig to thrive. I hate them. <laughs> you hate all of them. <laughs> I know I'm a hateful You'll person. need to give it one to three cups of water every week, depending on its height. But where should you put the plant to keep it healthy? Okay, ready? Oh my God, I'm I just I want to say this, this again. Fiddle, league, fiddle leaf fig. Um, in an area with no natural light, but plenty of fluorescent light, meaning artificial. In a shaded area next to a sunny spot in direct light. Or in front of a floor-to-ceiling window, which is direct sunlight. I'm going to go middle ground, number two. Shaded, indirect? Yeah. Nikki? Going three. Oh, all right. I'm going with three. Let's see. She is correct. (gasps) Shoot. (laughs) Shoot. Oh, I guess if you're adding a lot of water, you want it to be able to dry out too. I guess if you went to school for it, you would know the answer. This is a a fun kind of visualization for you. Um, Think about the sun. Yeah. As a straw. Okay. And the leaves are like a mouth. Okay. And the more that it could suck the energy out of the sun, right. the better. Okay. So, um, yeah. Sunshine. For those types For of those plants. For those types of plants. Okay. Yep. So Good. typically not like all plants. Leaves. Not all plants, no. You know, like the- Be burning my plants up in the windowsill. <laughs> snake plants and spider plants from a couple questions ago. Yeah. yeah. You want those kind of inside of the house. Right. Where you want your- Fiddly fig outside of fiddly, the fiddly fig. Say so that ten times. Like a cat laying in the, be- uh, in the sunshine. Yes, and then you know the cat hiding under the table, yes. kind of thing. Okay, um, okay. So what about aloe? Do you put aloe direct sunlight or away? They from can it? take it, but they like just a bright area. What we used to say at the, um, the window, the nursery, is that if you could read a book inside during the day without turning on a light, it's bright enough. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. My house is bright So speaking enough. of spider plant, the African spider plant is one of the easiest plants to grow, except for at my house, <laughs> and is ad- adaptable to almost any indoor space, making it ideal for houseplant newbies. To which vegetable plant does it belong to? I'm Come sorry. Come on. To which vegetable family does it belong to? Sorry. Uh, the spinach family, cabbage family, aspergrass. Asparagus. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is asparagus? <laughs> 
Asparagus. Even though I say it like that all the time, hearing somebody else say it was alien to me. Um, I wait. Say it again. What is it? Spinach, cabbage, asparagus. <laughs> I had to think about the way I was going to say it. <laughs> oh shoot! African spider plant. There's a picture. I don't here know. If you it's like a, a two-tone. One. I don't know if I want to say cabbage or asparagus. What do you think? See, and I feel it'd be spinach. But spinach really? is darker than the picture that they're showing, so I but don't know. But I feel like spinach is, is little short leaves, yeah, and true, this is longer true, true, true. leaves. I don't know. Again, but I then know I feel like plants. cabbage is related to literally everything. That's what I was going to right? say. Okay, the, I'll go cabbage. And asparagus, is that what? I don't even know. That's a stalk. Yeah. It doesn't really it's have more the. It's a tuber. Yeah, yes. Tuber. Yeah. All right, so where are we going? We're going to go cabbage. Right, let's go cabbage. cabbage. Uh, uh, asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> biscuit. Asparagus. I said cabbage or asparagus. I was trying that to use the so same wild. logic. Which family has the yeah. most yes. diverse? And yeah. you would think cabbage. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. Don't tell um, Ed. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Propagation refers to taking a cutoff from one plant and growing another. I, that reminds me of hospice. Ho- hospice. <laughs> 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 what hospice hospital wow, are you sorry about that edit hostas, that hostas. <laughs> edit that that reminds me of hostas i like it let's keep it <laughs> oh my gosh anyways um so it's from uh cut off from one plant growing another new plant from it so uh where on the original plant should you take the cutoff from anywhere along the stem the roots or the node the node Totally the node. Totally. We are in the node. We're we are in, in the, the node. node. All right. Um, philodendrons. That begins with a PH Phil- for anyone that's just listening. Easily identified by their heart-shaped leaves. I love these. Are one of the most popular house plants thanks to their low maintenance requirements and quick growth. But be careful as they're also poisonous. Ooh. So chewing on a leaf might cause, well, for me, it would cause hives because everything <laughs> causes hives. <laughs> oh, bless you. Uh, dermatitis <laughs> and swelling of the throat. Yep, that'd be me. Respiratory paralysis, also me. Seizures and arrhythmias. I'd say number two. Respiratory or yeah. like a swelling of the throat. What was number one? Uh, dermatitis Crash. and swelling of the throat. That's the one I would pick because I feel like if I roll in the grass, that's what happens to you me. get a rash. Yeah, I get a rash, a little wheezy. <laughs> so like the first two. But this one says seizures and uh, arrhythmias too. Yeah. There was no puke option? Oh. Uh, no. no. Well, then we'll go with two. All right, so respiratory? And yeah, you're, that's what I And you're saying, oh, that's what you're saying? That's what I said. Oh. Dermatitis and swelling of the throat. You get rashy. So, yeah, I wonder if that happens like that also goes with the stomach. And, Maybe, because know. I know with pets... My hound dog in particular, yeah. he decided to make my Swiss cheese plant a little more Swiss cheesy Uh-oh. and put a couple holes in it. And man, it was immediate. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. interesting. Interesting. Okay. Time for two truths and a lie. Which of the following <laughs> statements about cacti and succulents is not true? Okay. Right, it's going to be kind of a long one. Okay. Number one, due to their ability to grow in desert conditions, cacti and succul- succulents need lots of direct sun to thrive. Uh, number two, all indoor cacti should be watered on a monthly to bi-monthly basis. Number three, like any other plant, cacti are capable of growing prominent flowers. So I'm going to say number one because you just told me. They don't need direct sun. They don't sun. need direct We're sun. We're going to go with that. So. 
You are sure. correct. Good thing I asked about my yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cast iron plant comes from Japan and Taiwan. Oh, you want to know um, that has yeah. the yes. best genus? We do want to know. Um, so the genus, like the The nerd technical name, name? Is Aspidistra. Oh. Aspergast, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I struggled to say that for the longest time. Say it one time. more time. Aspidistra. 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 Yeah. And um, mm. so it's all over the South. They use it as a ground cover. And so oh. when I started doing landscape design down in South Carolina, people were asking for it and they would ask for like 40 at a time. And, you know, free and from the Midwest, it's a like, it keeps growing. Right? Like, what the hell are you doing with 40 of those in your house? Cause I'd only seen it as a house plant. Oh. Yeah. So I learned the hard way. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Say it again. Aspidistra. 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 Everyone together now. Aspidistra. Aspidistra. <laughs> All right, so the cast iron plant comes from Japan and Taiwan. Uh, but where did it get its name? It was originally potted in cast iron pots in certain Asian cultures. Uh, it is hard to destroy and can survive a ro- wide range of conditions. <laughs> its leaves are sharp and sturdy and have a blackish green tone. I'm going to say number two. My enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> I got way too Nikki excited. Nikki was like waving Nikki her hands like, super yes, excited about yes, that one. She, did. So. she was correct. Yay. It's hard. That's why it it's hard to destroy. It's a wonderful house plant. You could just yeah. like stick Leave it, it in the just... corner. You want to be com- um, a committed plant parent. I, I do not, but maybe no. you do. But your busy life means you're often away from home because you're going to Boston and yes. you're going to, you know. Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> for bagels. What's the, be- what's the best plant for someone who travels a lot? A maidenhair fern, an orchid, or a ZZ plant? the hell is a ZZ plant? Oh, it's cool. Is it? Oh, yeah. I, I, like I did bring my phone fern. over here with me. I can't even Google anything. My, my thought would be it would be a fern because I feel like my <coughs> grandma's always had ferns, and I never saw them do anything with them, but they were always still alive unless they, like, rebought them every holiday but that would be my first thought but what were do you they think? fake they may have been fake <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, no wonder um, why i never saw them water <laughs> I mean, and i would never go touch them because don't water the plants made here i'm gonna say it's easy oh for sure yeah yeah uh-huh. azizi plants peace lilies are not only beautiful they're also low maintenance and can help prevent mildew formation what about them makes them not so peaceful they're highly allergenic indigestion makes some stomach irritations to you and your pets they're prone to infestation and their pests are hard to control i'm gonna say the indigestion because i'm pretty sure those are toxic to cats no yes yeah i'd go with that as well uh that's the stomach irritation you are are toxic yep you are correct we kind of were just talking about that a little bit so i have one um, so I was in Arizona for 10 days. I came back and all of my house plants were awesome, except for the peace lily. It really? Like it was just, it was prostrate. It was just, Aww. Oh no! I gave it a cup of water. Right business. back up. Wow. Oh yeah. He's Isn't cool. it cool? Like to do that and you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, Oh, it's oh, still okay. good. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a leaves turning yellow and falling off is a clear sign of root rot. What's the most common cause? Common pests, sunlight overexposure, overwatering. Overwatering. For sure. All right. I know that. Ding, ding, ding. That's how I kill all my plants. I think How many are there? We got two more. We have two more. According (laughs) to a study by the Royal Horticultural Society. Oh, boy. What can make plants grow faster? Placing them in bigger, more spacious pots. uh, Talking and singing to them. Watering (laughs) them with distilled water instead of tap water. 
No, they need tap water. Distilled water take out all the minerals, right? Exactly. Yeah. So talking just like your body, singing, people, just like your body. Talking and singing or placing them in a bigger, more spacious pot? I say, I don't know the first two. Talking oh, and singing. Totally number two. Totally yeah. number two. Totally you number are two. totally correct. Yep. Talking kind and words. singing. You know what? What is that meme that says if talking and singing to a plant makes them grow, why wouldn't you do that to people? Yeah. Because isn't that the same? Something like that, right? right? Isn't we that don't that? want some yeah. people to grow, though. <laughs> Maybe well, they we don't want the germs to grow. If it makes them thrive, why wouldn't you do that to people, right? Yeah. So it's the vibration from sound that makes the plants oh, grow. Yeah. It's not so much the audio, but the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about sense. if you say mean words and then good words to do two different plants? It's still it's the vibration. Question. I think, yeah. So You're like a piece of a garbage. Study. They played classical music and then thrash metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the classical music still did grow better, but the thrash metal grew just um, fine. Over fine and too. above normal. Okay. Huh. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Maybe that's, a, you play your ZZ top for your ZZ plant. There you go. Yeah. There you I like go. that. <laughs> I like that. Um, history trivia bonus. The word bonsai. Bonsai. Literally means tree in a pot. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I know you know that. The art of cultivating trees in wooden containers and ceramic pots originated over 1,000 years ago in China, Japan, India. Oh, your face. <laughs> <laughs> Cass isn't sure. Is it China? It's China. Japan. Oh, dang it. <laughs> It's China. It's China. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I was right. That's so embarrassing. And you just got a- <laughs> We have a bonsai kit. And I always called them stupid. It's like it's like tiny tree torture. You have no, you don't like any of them. I know I'm a terrible person. But is it tree torture? <laughs> like those. you like make it grow in a certain way. Don't we do that with all of our plants? I assimilate it to like wearing pants that are too small and you're just Always like, oh, uncomfortable. Okay. And those little trees, they just want to be big trees. Okay. Yeah, they, they want do. to stretch out. They want their roots and they want to be out with their other tree friends, but keeping them on your, you know, on your desk. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that about my jeans. Like, I just want to eat crappy food. <laughs> and then my jeans are trying I to want restrict to be me. Free. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, my plants belief in me. So Aww. that means we're good. You guys did good. Nine out, nine out of 13. 10 out of 13. So. I, I learned a lot. About I feel like oh my that's gosh. a passing grade. It is absolutely. Yeah. 85% maybe. Something like that. I'm going to go buy some plants now <laughs> and see if I can keep them alive for yeah. a year. Well, Start thanks. with the ZZ plants. Well, okay. Let me tell you it about my aloe plant. My aloe plant I got two years ago for Christmas. It survived its first year of Christmas. Then I had guests at the house and the kids like wrecked it. And I brought it back. And it was starting to grow new things, but then my grandma just replaced it. And I was like, oh, what? okay. <laughs> I got a new one now. We have a pretty big aloe plant upstairs. Yes, it is do. in direct sunlight. It's facing the south. Um, so it does get a lot of sunlight, but it doesn't look too bad. Uh, well, this was super fun. Yes. Super Amazing. Fun. Thanks for coming on, Nikki. Oh, I this had a was lot of so fun. great. Yay. Yay. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. 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 Talk to you next week. We just end. We're just like, we're done. We're done. Done. That was almost an hour. Was it really? Yeah. I feel like that long. Yeah, yes. So fun.
This podcast is brought to you by Nametag Productions, LLC. Entire podcast, unless otherwise stated, written by the hosts. The Klopin Effect, a retail podcast. If we have to be all on this together, we might as well make it fun.